Welcome back to DC Beer Show. I'm Jake, and as always, I'm here with Mike Stein and Brandy Holder. Before Hello. we jump in, greetings out there in Beery Beerland. Follow us on the gram, Twits, Facebook, Discord. It's at DC Beer. Today we're going to talk about new beer releases, medal winning beers re released, everyone's favorite Thanksgiving beer pairings. The answer is Cezanne Dupont. <laughs> Drinking outside in the DMV. <laughs> and new and old beer. Tell us about your favorite beer pairing and yeah. why it's Cezanne Dupont. <laughs> <laughs> but before we jump into the current beer releases and uh, all that stuff, Brandy, what are you drinking? Right now, actively, I'm drinking Solace's Just Around the Corner IPA 6.5 with Mosaic and Strata Hops. I snagged a couple of these on Saturday when I went to the Solace Outpost for the first time. Not the, I've been to the other Solace, but. And I snagged a can of the Friendsgiving beer, which is a collab, which is awesome. But we'll talk about that in a little bit. But yeah, currently drinking Solace's Just Around the Corner IPA. What are you drinking, Mike Stein? Well, thanks, Brandy. I am drinking Silver Branch's Lost in the Fog California Common, which is a wonderful beer. It's made in the style of Anchor Steam Beer, but of course they can't call it Steam Beer. Otherwise, they would get a cease and desist from the Anchor Brewing Company. Mm. Little known fact about the style California Common. You can call it California Common, but you can't call it Steam Beer because that is protected intellectual property. Or so I'm told. If I'm wrong, please shout me out at Discord on the Twitters. I'm not on Facebook, but on Instagram in the comments. We can do battle in the comments. That's all good and well. So Silver Branch, I, I could see this beer, this California Common Lost in the Fog by Silver Branch, pairing really well with chicken or turkey. I had some smoked turkey, which I thought would be overpowering to this, but it actually pairs very nicely. And then as far as pairing goes, beer is superior than wine. I will take no issue with squashing that argument. Unless you would like to grant me free wine, I will absolutely disclose you gifted me free wine and try it with my turkey. Um, but, but the superior pairing would, of course, be the Great American Beer Festival gold winner, Beyond the Gnome World, which is Silver mm. Branch's Saison, which they are bringing back. You can try some similar beers to pair with your turkey. In my humble opinion, Saison DuPont is the best. But of course, a Saison from three stars like Citra Lemon Saison or one of their sour beers would work really well too. Jake, what are you drinking? I have here uh, Charlestown Fermentaries out of South Carolina, Tamave Pivo. Oh, just a Tamave! Bring it back to a couple episodes ago. Yaksamash! Yakub! Yes, Nazarave. A nice Czech style dark lager. I would say this one's a little bit closer to a Schwartz beer um, than Port City's version. You can cop it through um, NRG's Neighborhood Provisions. You could also probably get it at various better beer stores in Virginia, though maybe not D.C. Um, shout out to like the brewery shop in Arlington and Arrowine, Norms and such. And um, like a lot of dark lagers, I think you could certainly pair this and it would go well with a Thanksgiving meal. Nice. But, since Mike mentioned three stars and one of their sours, there's going to be another local sour that you could perhaps pair. And that's DC Brow's second bottling of one of their sours, Harmonious Funk Number 2. That is going to be available online as soon as this episode goes live. 
We're recording this on Tuesday. It may even be available for order right about now. Acid cuts fat. That's the name of the game in terms of um, pairings. Thanksgiving is a nice fatty meal. A nice pH 3, 3.5 sour beer. That'll do. All right. Other fun stuff since we're talking about Brow. They're going to be having a vertical of Wake Up in the Future, which is a 15% barrel-aged imperial stout. I would say kind of sort of similar to like the Goose Island um, Bourbon County brand stout, BCBS. This is going to be, they have a limited amount of three-year verticals. That is, you get a four-pack with like a 2018, a 2019, and two 2020s. They're in tall boys. You probably shouldn't shotgun them, although if you do, maybe we should be on Twitch. In addition to all of the other social networks we're on, and um, we could all watch and laugh as you do that. Has anybody shotgunned a Black Tuesday, a 20-19% beer? That would make some great tick. I think that would make some great TikTok content. Yes. If you shotgunned a 15 or 20% beer. I did, I did threaten to shotgun a Black Tuesday last week. But uh, the viscosity of such imperial stouts is, uh, I don't think it really lends itself. Man, we got enough trouble in 2020. Don't go looking for it, Jake. Yes, sir. But speaking of high-gravity, high-octane imperial stouts, we hear whisperings that there's going to be less Goose Island BCBS around D.C. this year. We've reached out to Goose Island and um, their local distributor, Capital Eagle, they haven't written us back yet, and so we're just going to call them out right here on a podcast. Why don't you return my calls? I know. It sucks. Last couple of years, the market's really been flooded with BCBS. Like, you've seen cases of it over at Costco. Even as of, like, two weeks ago, um, Yes Organic in Brookland was selling 2018 BCBS bottles. There's like, a backlog. Still, yeah, like they're still around. They're still out there. They had like the midnight orange one, which kind of is like supposed to mimic that chocolate orange European concoction that someone brought back to you from like duty free and such. Yeah. Yeah. But this year, um, BCBS may be a little bit harder to come by in terms of Black Friday releases. So might we suggest the Brow Stout instead? Beltway is going to do a Black Friday release. Mm. Silver Branch is going to have a stout gift set. Um, I think that's going to have, that's got booze. So I think it's got whiskey. It's got beers, including like a base beer and adjunct beer. And it's got candy, including Almond Joy, mm. which is a fine, fine candy. And, you know, after all the Thanksgiving stuff, um, it'll also be Small Brewery Sunday. And so, of course, go out there and support your favorite local brewery. Sattery, winery, distillery, and such. That's it. That's it. You know, I really wanted to take a chance to plug Sankofa's Cocoa Coast Chocolate Milk Stout, since we're talking about stouts. It is officially uh, dark beer season here in the district. It's a chilly night out, and uh, you're going to want some dark beer with uh, real cacao or hints of chocolate in it. Yeah, so Sankofa's Cacao Coast came out two weeks ago. Check out that brand new stout from DC's all-black-owned brewery, their first all-black-owned brewery in the District of Columbia. You can find it at Wardman's, the Craft Beer Cellar, Midlands, Each Peach Market. They've all got it. Also, last week was Black Restaurant Week, so if you didn't get to do delivery or visit 
participating restaurants, consider the following. If you are doing some Turkey Day takeout, uh, Trace Creoles Catering, uh, DC's Chef Kenny Clay is offering Thanksgiving meal packages, District Chop Bar, Eat 170. These are all great establishments. Eat 170 is out of Mess Hall in Northeast. And I do believe that you are both in Northeast, Jake and Brandy. You are mm-hmm. also a Northeast resident, are you mm-hmm. not? Yes. Yeah, so what's going on with Northeast? Northeast is the anthem. We have two things to shout out over, actually, maybe. Well, you're Brookland. Yeah, I'm Brookland. Mm-hmm. And I'm Riggs. I'm t- my neighborhood is technically Riggs Lamont Park. Riggs Park. Yes. Riggs, Riggs Park, yeah. So. Yeah. And so speaking I'm, of Northeast. I'm a seven minute walk to Hellbender. That's all I, that's what uh, I tell people. They're like, Brandy, where do you live? My neighborhood. Like, Northeast. Hellbender. Well, I'm in the Hellbender Northeast? I'm like, do you know where Hellbender is? That's literally, that's where it just like, my my house is associated with Hellbender. <laughs> just yeah. seven minute walk from Hellbender. <laughs> I, I am, I am Blue Jacket. Jake is right proper. You are Hellbender. We yeah. don't have neighborhoods. We just no, have No, I have a, my <laughs> local watering hole, which I went to on Saturday, um, Sunday. And Saturday was their anniversary party, and I've never, ever missed a Hellbender anniversary party. And I missed this year's because of the Rona, and, you know, I was out doing Friendsgiving. But I went on Sunday, and everyone was feeling pretty rough from staying up the night before, obviously. But they had a little hair ache. They were still there, and they were still crushing it, and people came out and supported them, and it makes me so happy that everybody was you know just people and it's usually the locals that come but there were so many people that i've never seen before at hellbender socially distanced just drinking it made me so happy yay yeah yeah Yeah, we need that support and if we can do it in a safe manner all the more credit that's how it's got to be but yeah shout out to hellbender i'm really excited to get my hands on some of that brett present uh, the, it was delicious. The by anniversary the way. saison. It was so good. Yeah. <laughs> Shameless plug Love for a Thanksgiving beer, a breaded saison. Mm. Speaking mm. of Thanksgiving, that beers. would work. Speaking of beers to pair with fowl. Yeah. Well, I'm not really a fowl person. I <laughs> am. I am a pork. I'm a pork lady. <laughs> You're an o fowl. I. <laughs> I do. I, I. I think. I think turkey is stupid. Sorry, everyone in the world. Uh, I'm the weirdo who likes ham. On now, speak on, your truth. Yeah, I'm sorry. I like I like ham. I like pork. I like I like all pork related things. My mom, growing up, would always make me a ham for for Thanksgiving and Christmas nice. because turkey is stupid. <laughs> and um, anyway, so I I will I want to shout out this Friendsgiving beer that I had. At Solace when I went on Saturday on my date, which wasn't, it didn't turn out great, but it's okay. Solace's Friendsgiving beer collaboration with Ocelot, shout out to Adrian, love you boo, Crooked Run, Old Ox, and Double Nickel, which I hadn't even heard oh, of before. That's a super group of brewers. Right? It's crazy, but it's a, it's a charity beer, which is very nice. exciting. Um, it's IPA, hazy IPA. I took it to my friend's giving with my longtime friends and their little boy. It was just a couple of us. And this beer was a hit. So shout out to Solace. I went to the outpost on on Saturday. But uh, this beer would pair very well with some nice uh, spiral ham. 
Nice. So, sorry, I'm not a turkey person. I don't. No, I don't, should cool. I apologize? No, no. you have no, nothing to apologize no. for. I don't apologize. Okay. If turkey was actually good and fun to eat, we would eat it more than once a year. Exactly. Yeah. And, Thank you. Yeah, but here we are. But anyway, yeah. I just want to give a, a quick FAQ to, um, to the Solace Outpost folks. For mm-hmm. those who don't know, Solace is running a brew pub, which includes both the brewery and the pub restaurant part out of what used to be Mad Fox and Falls Church. And so this is their second location. They hope to, in 2021, knock on wood, have a third location inside the district, not too far from where Mike Stein is. Oh, Um, cool. Yeah, down by, kind of in between like Audi Field and Nats Park. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's already that strip sort of between DC United Stadium and Navy Yard, the corner further down from me. You've got the Salt Line, which has fantastic seafood and cocktails and really mm. good beer. And then you've got All Purpose bookended there. Mm. And the Salt Line actually is having or has already released another beer with Other Half. Yeah. Uh, before I had it. Other Half. Yeah, how was it? <laughs> it was good. It was great, actually. Nice. I had another date on Friday at Other Half DC uh, in nice. Iowa City on on f- technically it's Fenwick Street, although I think it's mm-hmm. listed as Oakey Street, but mm-hmm. it's Fenwick is right across the street from the distillery I used to work at. So very, very, very fun. Only outdoor space, but super spacious. But yeah, that that beer was quite lovely. It was definitely one of my faves that I had while I was there. Nice. Yeah, so Other Half's been doing that for a while before they set up shop in D.C. The Salt Line would get some of their beer, and then the Salt Line would host Oyster Wars, which was, you know, a showcasing of oysters, but also really good beer uh, from a ton of breweries. And then I think proceeds went to local shoremen and and oyster workers and people who uh, are keeping fresh beds of oysters and trying to revive what was once a massive, a thriving scene in the Mid-Atlantic between Maryland, D.C. and Virginia. So shout out to Salt Line, shout out to Other Half, and everybody doing good works in our scene. Yeah, and to keep it chelly, Northeast baby, you can buy oysters on occasion at Hellbender. Yes. Yes. Right. Right. You have to put in your you have to put in your order by Tuesday night. No, Thursday. No, Tuesday night because you pick them up on Thursday. That's right. I've, I've done that before. Yeah. Yeah. So oysters, good for you. Good for the bay, good for local waterways, support your farmers, your fishermen, and your brewers. Because mm-hmm. what yeah. goes well with a dozen oysters? Beer. <laughs> oh, I was going to say pay And good equity. company. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Several things, it, it appears. But yeah, so shout out, shout out to the better purveyors. I think it's uh, really important that our food scene continues to grow with our beer scene. You know, in that you can get things super local at uh, Salt Line and, and All Purpose. You can get DC Brow. You can get uh, Other Half now. But also things like RAR and some of Maryland's finest, as well as some really good beers from Virginia. We really want that scene to keep growing. Mm-hmm. And so it's just about, you know, being a, a conscious consumer and, and buying from places you want to see continue and exist. We talked a little bit about Small Business Saturday, um, which is now Small Brewery Sunday. It's been redubbed. If you're going out, support your your small business, cidery, winery, distillery. So there's Black Friday, which, you know, is for box, you know, companies and, you know, Best Buy and Amazon or whatever. But 
Then you have Small Business Saturday, which I'm very familiar with because when I worked at the distillery for six years, we highly, we strongly promoted Small Business Saturday. And then it was always Small Brewery Sunday the next day. So, you know, which was not a problem for me because, you know, I'm always a Small Business Sunday kind of person. But uh, uh, yeah, it was, um, so the Small Business Saturday and Small Brewery Sunday is in the same weekend trying to make sure you 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 spin locally, which is something that we are constantly pushing on the show. That's right. You should um, buy a beer four days in a row. Black Friday, Small Business yes. Saturday, <laughs> Small Brewery Sunday. Yeah. And then thanks to Beer Me and online ordering on Cyber Monday, buy more beer. And I actually did that this past weekend. I bought beer from Other Half on Friday night. I bought beer from from Solace Outpost on Saturday and bought beer from Hellbender on Sunday and Hysteria Brewery out in uh, Columbia, Maryland on Sunday. So yeah, I definitely supported all of my local businesses. Hell this yes, week. keeping the local yeah. economy afloat. And I will say that going out and venturing out to the world, the environment in which I was in was very comfortable. Hellbender has always, since day one, since COVID started, ha- they've been very strict, very good. And I was kind of surprised, no offense, um, to see how, actually how busy it was on sun- um, Sunday when I, when I swung by. But all the tables are far apart. I even saw uh, my friend Alex, who's co-owner at 1-8. He's always there. I always see Alex. And I waved at him. He was, uh, he's by himself. But he came over and sat on the like end so we could talk. So it was, you know, what a weird world. Because, you know, I'm used to hugging everybody and and being so loving and social. But right before that, went to Hysteria and they they were having their pandiversary. And our server, our, our amazing, amazing lady, Shannon, was very attentive and very aware of her surroundings. She has a kid and, you know, I think it it would have been a huge celebration, but there were not as many people at the event because they were very strict with how many people came in and with food ordering and all that stuff. So, you know, I will say, you know, spending the weekend at, (laughs) at breweries, which I haven't done in a while, was very refreshing in more than one way because it revived my soul a bit, but then I also felt safe and was, you know, I wasn't overly worried about drinking or like being out in the world. And it was, I don't know, it was great actually. And I'm, you know, there's a, there's a spike and Corona cases are going up. So I don't want to promote people going out and doing stupid stuff and like going out and being out too much. But at the same time, you know, I did feel good about the places that that I visited. So yeah, I if you feel weird about it, just go check it out or contact them, and they'll they'll probably be cool about it. And if you feel com- uncomfortable, buy something to go and <laughs> leave. Yeah. So yeah, like we said last episode, call ahead, call before. You know, mm-hmm. if you have questions, ask. Right, service good, high quality service is still very important. And so is the local economy, quite frankly. You know, we're talking about billion-dollar industries with Amazon and the big box stores. The little businesses prop up the local economy. Shout out to Julie Verratti, who's been banging that drum for denizens. Yes. 
you know, and then a uh, shout out to Alex from 1-8, which is hilarious, coming to sit down next to you, but far away from you, socially distance, right? Which I but love that's, Alex, and we you have that, to be safe, right? Yeah. And, and so it's like, look, I love you. We're here, but yeah. we still have to keep our distance. So speaking of Alex from 1-8, who we love, we want the distillers happy. We also want brewers happy. And there's a whole ecosystem in the city where um, the distillers like 1-8 give barrels or loan barrels to the breweries. They use them and they make fantastic events like Battle of the Barrel Age Beers happen. And rather than kind of dwell on the restaurant closures, I want to strike a positive note and and show what I am grateful for and and give thanks for. Um, And so those are the black owned breweries like Sankofa. Those are the small businesses like the Craft Beer Cellar, the Wardman's Wine. We still have these hallmarks of the beer culture going strong in our city. And we want to keep promoting them. We want them to keep going strong. And so outside of commerce, one way to do that is just to give credit where it's due, which we've certainly been giving credits, giving people the flowers while they're here. Um, And I wanted to shout out one of my uh, former editors, Laura Hayes at Washington City Paper. She just published a fantastic article, I think it was yesterday, about dining in D.C. And, you know, the contact tracers, God bless them, who are asking recently diagnosed cases if, if they had eaten. They say, yes, we've eaten. And she was asking why, uh, um, the the tracers weren't asking indoors or outdoors and dr laquandra nesbitt so the story goes i should say the way i understand it is nesbitt said basically well we know that indoors is more dangerous than outdoors and kind of uh it was very interesting to hear and while that's true you know we also know that indoors from what i've read can be very safe if there's good airflow if the ventilation, if you make the indoors like the outdoors. And and Brandy, you know, I think you spent some time indoors, which normally would be nerve wracking for you, but you felt you were far enough away from people. There was mm-hmm. a way to maintain some safe distance. And I'm wondering, you know, if you were kind of surprised by the way you felt in that situation. Yeah, I, I have avoided being inside. Um, I've been inside at, at Red Bear just to meet Simon or Brian. And then we usually go back outside. But I I will say that I honestly did not feel even remotely compromised or unsafe. Um, and I have lupus. So at Hysteria specifically, because that's the only place that I've been inside. Because we started outside, but it was way too windy and way too cold. But they, they took that into account when they were selling tickets. And that's why mm. they were being very strict. Mm-hmm. with time slots because all of their tables inside were very, very, very spaced apart. And mm-hmm. they kept the front door open. There was airflow and nice. it was, yeah, it was, I I don't normally recommend, like I wouldn't mm-hmm. normally do it, but I walked in and talked to the, the lady, Shannon, and just ended up staying inside and, and, you know, mm-hmm. there was, there were time slots and they cleaned everything. And so, no, I, nice. I felt really good about it. So I didn't freak out, but <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, safety first, that's the name of the game. Mm-hmm. If you're sick or if you're dead, you cannot stimulate the local economy by exactly. buying a bunch of beer. So please, please, please be smart about it. Be comfortable about it. I do want to really quickly say that I'm very surprised and happy that Mr. Stein just said uh, that he's thankful for something. And I think since we're not going to have a podcast next next week for Thanksgiving, we should say what we're thankful for. And, uh, you know, 
Yeah. Putting us on the spot. This is live radio, folks. Freestyle. I am thankful that I have you guys. I have DC Beer. Uh, everyone follow us on social media, please. Discord hey. and Instagrams for me and, and the twits for Jake and, and Mike Stein. Um, go drink all the local beer. I'm thankful yes. for all the beer that has kept me sane-ish uh, yes. <laughs> during all of this. <laughs> and I'm thankful that, you know, we're still here and we're still trying to do stuff. So, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I want to second all of that without getting too mushy and emo on everybody. <laughs> Since I am now working from home for eight plus months, um, seeing you all every Tuesday and just like... Aww. Hanging out and yeah. having it, you know, fine. It's Virtual cool. beer. Yeah. Like <laughs> that much is really cool. Thank you all. I'm thankful that everybody keeps grinding. Yeah. Doing so in a safe and smart way. As for me, I mean, I've got a job, a roof over my head, family's here. And so that much is very, very good. I hope 2021 treats all of us better. Man. I'm tired of being by myself. So, yeah. yeah. Y'all send year. somebody my way and I'll be thankful <laughs> for that. <laughs> well, I'll follow that, Jake, and say I'm grateful for the beer in my hand. Mm-hmm. I'm drinking Grand Royal Helles Lager beer from oh, Oxford Brewing the Company. Lager. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so Grand Royal, mm. I think, is on sale now, both at Provisions, Ancho, maybe Craft Beer Cellar, maybe Wardman's, but. Um, I'm grateful that Oxbow is distributing all the way from Maine uh, down here to D.C. And there's a long history with Oxbow, too, where Greg Jasker, who used to manage Pizzeria Pizzeria Paradiso, is there. We've got some other uh, Meridian Pint graduates who are there. And there's a long history of brewing in D.C. that you can trace up to Maine. It gets even deeper than that because Tim Peake, the founder and co-owner of Oxbow, he was the representative he sold Peak Organic Ales from Maine in D.C. and then huh. left, went back to Maine to start Oxbow. There is a long tradition. Um, we can mention many more people. Greg yeah. Engert, Drew Swift, Drew McCormick. There's a lot of um, D.C. to uh, Maine and back and forth connection there. Well, and so instead of people or brands, shout out to Peak Organic or brands that are older than Oxbow and the newer craft brewers. I just want to say that I am super grateful for gathering with you two on Tuesday to talk about what we care about. And what we care about are black lives. They absolutely matter. Black breweries matter. Support Sankofa and Soul Mega. Yes, sir. Uh, Black chefs. We also want to condemn, we shouldn't have to do this, but we want to condemn white supremacy. Fuck the neo-Nazis, which I can say unequivocally. Go the fuck home, or if you live in D.C., get the fuck out. Or as I said Um, on Twitter, (laughs) punching them is self-defense. Uh, I was I was almost an hour late for my date on Saturday because of MAGA shit going How on. How dare you, Neo Nazi? So I couldn't get to Solace right. Outpost. If nothing, if nothing else, think of that. Damn it! Yeah. You kept me from yeah. my date, and now he doesn't want to see me again, and I'm awesome. That's it. You know, our our boys are Granny and the boys. Okay, we believe in the power of Petworth and Mount Pleasant, and if you are racist or sexist or or a bigot. Go the fuck home. Get yeah. the fuck out of our city. Fuck really. Off. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I am super grateful for, for the brewing scene, the cideries that all share these common values, which is that people should have civil rights. Our rights shouldn't be infringed upon. 
We should have safe and fair elections. We should have public leaders that support public health. It's pretty simple. It shouldn't be complex. What should be complex is our beer, our cider, our wine, and our spirits. And I'm really looking forward to 2021 being the year of uh, good complexities and not corrupt complexities. And I want to also make sure that if anyone is feeling weird or lonely, especially with the holidays coming up, because I don't have family to go home to and I don't have a significant other, etc. So the holidays stress me out. And I want those people, if you're especially if you're LGBTQ, you don't have a place to go home or, you know, you're feeling by yourself, you're not alone. And if you want a place to go to, just reach out on social media. I'll be here. Let's let's get on Discord. We can chat. We can video. I know that the holidays can be a hard time for a lot of people. And I always recommend drinking, but some people can't do that and shouldn't probably do that. So I I know this show is about beer and supporting local, but this is a holiday special. So just making sure that Yes, I'm thankful for my friends, but not everyone has family. And it's time, this is the time for family that around this time of year. So just make sure that you keep an eye out for your friends and make sure everybody is happy and cool. But reach out to us and, you know, we'll respond. So don't, don't, don't feel too lonely. <laughs> yeah. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. That's right. Um, <laughs> Friendsgiving. Very well said. We'll add that Three Notched makes a series of excellent non-alcoholic beer options yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah stein can tell you all about athletic both he and Emeritus i've had yeah yeah big fans brandy what did you think of it well so my ex-husband is now seven months in recovery aa yay mm-hmm. i'm so happy for him no he's so awesome um i'm very proud of him shout out to george but he, during his transition you know it was really it's hard it's it's a daily struggle and he ordered athletic and i will say because he always wanted me to try it. I'm impressed. I'm really thankful that there are breweries that are making non-alcoholic beverages. But, you know, before I was with my ex-husband, my I grew up in an alcoholic al- household and I always hated beer. And so for me doing, like liking beer now and doing this is kind of huge. But my pregnant friends, you know, they're like, I can't enjoy anything. So you just either get a mocktail or, you know, which is kind of a new quote unquote thing, but having the taste of the flavor of beer without Mm -hmm. the, yeah, I just cheers. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So there's always options. Yeah. More things to be thankful for. Yeah. Non-alcoholic beer that is actually flavorful and tasty and you want to drink. I'm going to add two things here to be thankful for on the outro. Um, one is our friend Jerry Hulla, um, who runs the Share a Pint podcast, which covers um, the DMV. He's out of Baltimore, so the focus is more on the M there. But he's had DC, Virginia breweries, as well as myself on. Um, it's the one-year anniversary of the Share a Pint podcast. Happy one-year born day to Jerry. Congratulations, Jerry. Yeah. And this marks um, Boundary Stone is going to go oh. into a semi-winter hibernation. No. The economics just aren't there. Ugh. We understand that, but it's we at DC Beer, to not, yeah, yeah. we are thankful for all that you've done, and hopefully good things around the corner come spring, and all that you will do come spring 2021 and beyond. 
Oh, love you, Boundary Stone. Yeah. Shout out to Colleen and all them. On that note, everybody, please have a safe and happy and good Thanksgiving, whether you're traveling or not. Please travel smartly if you are. Mask up, sanitize. Yes. Ventilation, airflow. Yeah. And if you're at home by yourself, make sure that you know that you're not the only one. That's right. So, yeah. And don't take it too hard. (laughs) It's hard, but yeah. Drink a good beer if you can. Yes. And cheers. Cheers. <laughs> All right. Cheers, Mike and Jake and, and Richard. Love you guys. Yes. Inish. Catch you Love on the you. flip side. Cheers, team. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. <laughs>